What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Lowkey recording live here from No Cap, going off the top, off the top of our heads. Whatever comes to us, you know that's what we're gonna say. Gonna start off by talking about Lil Pump. He's been in the news recently a whole lot. Apparently, Gucci Mane is trying to sign him to 1017. He posted a little Instagram thing the other day talking about how his diamonds be shining. It's in reference to a track he dropped recently with DJ Carnage. Now, he claims in his comments that he is not going to sign to any record label for less than 12 to 15 million, which A, within itself, is just like, what the fuck, why such a random span of numbers? B, what the fuck do you think you're worth, bruh? Like... You took over Billboard Charts 100 with Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang for two minutes and 30 seconds. I don't know what that means for the rap game today or what it means for the future of rap, but as far as I'm concerned, boy, if you think you're worth even half a million, you're mistaken. And WAP wants to sign him on to this, too. That's the most confusing part about it to me. WAP really is coming in, commenting on Instagram, name your price. I know that little motherfucker is not going to come to Goo WAP and ask him directly for $12-15 million just to get signed to his label. And I really don't even think it's going to be a fraction of that price to begin with. For to have Gucci Mane come to you and say, hey, I want to sign you, name your price verbatim like in the comments that within itself is a hell of a compliment so if he tries to get cocky with the whole shit then really it's all up to him at that point he wants to sign to 1017 he can sign to 1017 but they're paying him what they're paying him not what he's asking for which is just ridiculous at that if he doesn't sign to 1017 he claims he's signing himself to himself, literally in his own comments, fuck that 2018, Lil Pump is signing to Lil Pump. Now, I don't know what your net worth is right now, little boy, but from what I know, it's not going to work out in your favor. I can already tell you that right now. I'm not going to lie, ever since the whole 2018 scenario came out, Everybody suddenly saying fuck Zans, all of that shit, following the deaths of Fredo, Santana, and Lil Peep. Both of which, I mean, to their own extent, um, pioneers of the type of music that they made. Lil Peep with his emo rap integration sort of thing, and Fredo on his own just glorifying trap and getting that more out there making that more of a just making that a bigger thing within itself everybody's on this whole fuck xanax fuck all that shit sort of mindset and even lil pump himself has come out and said fuck xanax 2018 which i fully endorse what's up next oh culture 2 Let's just talk about that for a moment. Now, the Migos, everybody knows Migos at this point. They've pretty much quintessentialized 
the trap game. They've got everything unlocked. Bad and Bougie stayed at number one for fuck God knows how long at number one on Billboard Top 100. It's safe to say that they've got a fair amount of clout and they're pretty much permanently in the game. That being said, the release of their most recent album, if you can even call it that, Culture 2, was met with heavy criticism from not only fans, but new listeners alike. Everything just seems to be the same. As a recent Twitter post that I've read, I can't remember specifically who, so if it's you, feel free to take claim for it, but... One, as one person put it, how the fuck do the Migos even know enough words to put together a 24-track album for real, though? Which I personally am going to have to go and agree with you on that one, bro. Like, honestly, you can only talk about trapping and flipping bricks and pulling up in drop tops and your diamonds only so much. I mean, it gets to a certain point where... You're pretty much just saying the same shit over and over, just with different words attached to the sentences themselves. Not to say that there aren't good tracks on the album itself, but the foundation of those tracks is solely relying on the production. The lyrics at this point, I mean, those have just been completely nixed from at least my personal attention. I don't even listen to it for the lyrics anymore. The beats go hard. I'm going to fuck with it because I'm liking the beats. The lyrics, y'all have already said the same shit four times over, over eight different mixtapes and four other albums. Not to give them any heavy criticism or anything like that. It's just, you can only go so far, especially whenever it comes to a subject matter that's so marginalized to the point where you can't deviate from the norm and do anything beyond extraordinary. Like, what's the most ridiculous example we've seen of Migos deviating from what they're used to? Shit. Off the top of my head, I think of Post Malone. Congratulations. Quavo's verse on there, that was out of absolutely nowhere. And I commend him for that. That within itself was a good verse. Because he deviated from what he's personally used to as a rapper. Not knocking on the Migos at all. They still make great music. But in my own personal opinion... You can only go so far with the content matter and with the production that you have. Coming under fire with stealing a beat from other producers on top of that, not a good look. But to Amigos fans and new listeners out there alike, I'm going to give y'all a chance. Listen to the album for yourselves. See what you have to say about it. Feel free to comment about it. Let me know what you think. going on y'all, it's your boy Loki, coming to you live from no cap, where we come straight off the top, 
No holds barred. Today we're going to be talking about tragic loss of our dear friend, Trap God Fredo Santana, and why the fuck he isn't getting any media coverage. Hot. Breakfast Club. Nobody wants to even mention bro's name, like... He's one of the pioneers of this music that everybody's just taking for granted now. You know, you listen to any fucking 14-year-old's soundtrack for his workout playlist, it's going to have trap music on there. He's a pioneer of that sort of thing. And for y'all to just take, you know, something so tragic like that and you just, like, shove it under the rug like that, it's beyond fucked up. Charlemagne? I'm coming at you for real, just because you know what the game is like, you know what the life is like. Everybody's got to come from their own struggles, and Fredo, I would say, is amongst the highest up there whenever it comes to that sort of subject matter. And for him to have gone just so tragically, so suddenly, not to have any attention spent on it, Not to have any time spent on it whatsoever is beyond fucked up. We're living in the culture of anti-Zan, anti-Lean, you know, ever since ASAP Yams died, everybody's been on this, that's all bullshit. Everybody's been doing the same old thing that they've been doing. Nobody really even started giving a fuck until that kid that came out not even a year ago, not even half of a year ago, for fuck's sake, Lil Peep. Lil Peep is what got all of the white boys and all the depressed teenagers in high school into rap, where they started exploring into the subgenres, finding, oh, well, gosh darn, this music sure goes hard, you know, I'm gonna listen to this too. I'm gonna start taking them zannies and drinking the lean too. And it just leads to an entire fucked up subculture. And, I mean, this is our younger generation that we're talking about now. And if they grow up thinking that this is the norm, I mean, we're going to have people, we're going to have kids dying left and right trying to idolize the same people who were living the lifestyles that we fully advocate against for the most part. Everybody has their own vices. I'm not going to say that I don't, and none of us don't. But whenever it comes to a certain extent where it gets to the point of fatality, you have to take into mind the consideration the fact that there are people that follow you. There are people that take after what you do, even going so far as to idolize you and live their lives revolving around who you are, what you do, and what you're all about. And for Fredo, it was just the wrong sort of subculture that he was around, and it ultimately ended up in his demise. God rest his soul, but we shouldn't be just undermining this or leaving it under the table. It needs to be brought to attention, you know. It's not just this little peep kid that's died. It's happening on a daily basis to more people than I feel like a lot of others realize. We need to stop glorifying the subject. 
It's a thing that exists, yes, for those who need it, for necessity purposes. Anxiety, social, you know, depression, things of that nature. But for somebody to just take it recreationally, not giving a fuck on a daily basis, mixing it with other drugs, it's, it just creates a whole system of ignorance is the best word I can use to describe it. And if we have the younger generations following that, it's just going to lead to more and more ignorance. This is Loki, signing off. No cap.